Welcome to Hashtag Verse TV, week 129. And this topic is the homo's somebody's son. And it's coming from the new song by Tiwa Savage featuring Brandy. Now, Tiwa Savage featuring Brandy's new song, Somebody's Son, debuted last week and pulled in about 1.5 million streams in its first 24 hours. It's a hit, y'all. Aaron Mack particularly connects with the song's hook, Somebody's Son Go Find Me, Love Me One Day. Dreaming of the day that somebody's son go find and love him. Now, what are some reasons people may have difficulty with the concept of finding love, quote, one day, end quote, instead of right now, quote, end quote? And what are some tips for exercising love patience? Now, I, I, this is very personal for me because I very much uh, rush things a lot. That's just me and that's how I am. But the order for this, and I'll be listening closely, will be Chrissy, Gail Rhodes Benjamin, OG Muffy Johnson. We are turning off the live stream right now. Well, Aaron Mack, I don't have any difficulty with the concept of finding love one day. Um, <laughs> and so right now, um, I, as, as uh, you learned last week, I'm newly single and um, I like it. Uh, I really do honor my solitude and I don't want to be in a relationship. Uh, I am love. So um, I love me very much and uh, I welcome love as long as it doesn't, you know, ruin my peace or anything or hurt me. Um, uh, and I'm not in a rush. I am not in a rush to, um, to go out looking or to just be so receptive to things that I might not even want. Um, some tips for exercising love patience. Do everything but have some guy or person in your face. That's my tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, exercise, do some yoga, meditate, listen to some music, dance around. I have four children, so we, you know, I, we can. I love to laugh. Laughing is my most favorite thing to do. Listen to a comedy. Listen to a podcast. Read a book. Brush your teeth. Drink some water. Anything except having somebody in your face that only just wants to use your body. Oh, all right now. So well, that's my tips. All right, Aaron Mack, that's a really good question. Mm -hmm. But I really have to say that I love this song. I love this song. It's a powerful duet. I think this song is going to become an anthem because it just shows that these two strong, vibrant, Feminine women still love black men. Like, you know, every you look on the evening news, they always trying to put a brother down. You know yeah. what? Raise our brothers up, you know, our brothers, you know. But anyway, um, I think 
the reason that people have a problem with, you know, wanting to get it on right now, shoot, it's cold outside, number one. You want somebody to, <laughs> you want somebody to hug up with. And number two, people want somebody to talk to. Number three, we've been in this pandemic, everybody feeling lonely, you know, and, you know, we just need some human contact. And, you know, this is the way society is today. We want microwave love. You know, we want to just get out of one relationship and go right into the next one. We won't even get ourselves a chance to brush our teeth or to brush off the pain. She, one of the lyrics is, should I try again? Because my heart is still in pain. Well, yeah, you should try again, but start with self-love. So my recommendation is start with loving yourself. When people see how much you love you, then they have to match it. They have to treat you the way you treat yourself. But if you're treating yourself in this desperate way, like, like what can I do for you? What can I, what can I make you do to like me more? Like, 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 should I get a butt implant? Should I get this? Should I get that to make you like me more? I'll do anything for you. Want me to cook for you? you? Want me to clean for you? You want me to this for you? You want me that? Whatever you start doing at the beginning of a relationship, the expectation will always be there. So don't start nothing that you can't finish out of desperation. That's my advice. Uh, I kind of feel like Erin like Maggie picked me last on purpose because you know my <laughs> personal fit. <laughs> but um, first and foremost, let me just go by, let me just go and say that I'm the worst person to get advice from from love patients. Um, <laughs> worst person ever. Um, I've always been this person that um, goes with what feels free to me. And um, I did actually hop out of a relationship and get into another relationship unexpectedly, okay? So I broke up with, my girlfriend and I broke up like a month and a half ago, almost two months. And the night after we broke up, I met a guy at the bar and I remember him walking into the bar and just being so captivated by him. Like he hadn't said anything to me, hadn't looked at me, nothing like that. He just walked in the bar. And me being the type of person that I am, so y'all don't know, I'm very, very free. When I say free, I'm talking about sexually, I am free. I'm probably one of the rare, rare women that can have sex and not catch feelings. Like actually having sex makes me lose feelings. So literally, you know, so I'm, I'm not that type of person. I'd be like, oh my God, you know, but when I saw him and I was so captivated by him, I remember thinking to myself, like, yeah, I'm taking him home tonight. But it was just supposed to be that. And then here we are almost two months later, and I love him with everything that's in me. Um, it's so weird because I swore off relationships. Uh, <laughs> After my ex and I broke up, I was just like, I'm not getting to another relationship ever again. But I, I've always said monogamy isn't my strongest suit. So I'm like, you know, me and relationships just don't mix. You know, I just rather be single for the rest of my life. Therefore, I ain't got to worry about dealing with people's, uh, you know, their emotions and feelings and stuff like that. And that caused drama. And then I met my dude. And um, this has got to be probably the happiest I've ever been in any relationship that I've ever been in my whole 32 years. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so happy for you. So I, I say that to say that love patience is great to practice because I mean, before 
I would always catch myself just in these situationships because I wasn't requiring people to call me their girlfriend. I wasn't requiring them to, you know, treat me like they, I was a priority. You know, when my ex and I were together, um, she, it was, she, she did treat me like I was a priority and, you know, she really, really loved me, but then also it got to be a, a too much pressure on me. You know, I was getting accused of things. I was basically miserable as the last, what, month and a half that we were together. So it's great to have that patience because I had that patience before I got with her and I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought she was going to be my person, my end all be all. And it turned out she wasn't. And then the day after she and I broke up, I meet this guy and I'm the happiest I've ever been. So it's great to have love patience, but it's also great. It's great to have love education. Meaning, what do you like? What do you don't like? What will you put up with? What, what would you want put up with? Like, you know, always like always having that idea in the back of your mind that you no matter what happens with this person, you're always going to choose you. Like that's that's my tip. Like so, so no matter how much you love somebody, no matter how happy they make you, no matter what they do for you, no matter how much money they spend on you, what they buy you or nothing like that. When it comes to you, your sanity, your peace or their bullshit, always choose you. So that's all I got. And I like it. I love that you didn't give yourself any restrictions. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, because if you did, you might not be where you are now. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. set up a lot of restrictions for ourselves. But, you know, like when people used to die in this church I grew up where they would say, ooh, he, he, he dating a woman. His wife ain't been in the ground but a whole week, but a week. And then the minister yeah. was dead is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the wife is dead, the wife is dead. That's it. Okay. Gonna do wait a year before you see somebody else. Five years, wear black. You know, wear that. Where you know, ooh, I can't even look at another woman. You know. So I say, hey, that's a yeah. whole new way of looking at things, girl. I love it. Like I feel like love is art. Like there is no right or yeah. wrong way to do art. So there is no right or wrong way to do love. Like you know, you you can paint something. And it, it may not sell, but then you could paint a next, you could paint your next picture and it sell millions, you know? So it's like, there's no right or wrong way to do love like it is art. Like you just gotta, you just gotta fearlessly be free with it. Like, it, and it might not work for everybody. Like, you know, like me, like being this free works for me and the type of person that I am and the type of person that I look in the mirror and I see every day, like, and what I stand for, like, that's my thing. If you're like, you know, if you're more like, you know, constricted and like, you know, you want to restrict yourself and stuff like that. If that works for you, it works for you. Just like, I feel as if like society just needs to stop placing their judgment, their own personal judgment on other people that don't have that same exact opinion or feeling towards one thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. (laughs) That's admirable. Seriously, you know, you can't really gauge love anyway you know no. there's no time limit you know like I, I just like you you met the person you know soon after a breakup that's that's wonderful and you're in love you know and you're happy and that's wonderful you know I, I hope that happens. <laughs> I have that I do have that one day but um, I'm not in a rush you know because um, there's things that I want to do first that I need to focus on for myself uh, that I want to accomplish first so that, um, you know, I don't have anybody trying to distract me from it, you know, yeah. and that's just, 
you know, that's just where I stand with that. But that's beautiful, OG. And I'm really happy for you. <laughs> Me Thank too, girl. I think it was gonna ever happen again. Like, and I think that's why I was so um so receptive of the situation with him because I when I tell you I was so closed off from relationships. <laughs> Like I was, and the crazy thing is, I'm still closed off. Like my best friends have to tell me, like, homie, you scared? Just like you know, what I'm saying that's why you, that's why you saying that you want to do this, that, and third because you're scared, too afraid right now because you know your past relationships have been horrible. So he was like, but you don't gotta be scared. Just go ahead and go with it. If he love you, he love you. Like if he continue to be like he is, then that's what it is. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 amazing. But thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Cause child. I be in some backlash from the LGBT community on this one. <laughs> but you know what? Why? That an important You're allowed to love who you love without yeah, judgment. If you happy and you smiling, why the backlash that you just yeah. hate me? It's giving somebody <laughs> some hell for who they love. Just love. Just love right. each other. You said something. You said that you were receptive to it. And one of the affirmations that a lot of people say, I am open and receptive to my divine good. Mm -hmm. I am open and receptive to divine love. Mm -hmm. I am open and receptive to good health. Man, you were open and receptive and look at you now, but you also look to me, not to just carry this on for long. I'm sorry, but I just got to say that. You also look to me like if this, this thing didn't work out, you would be just on to the next thing. You're not going to just stay in some unhappy place. You look yeah. brave, courageous, like, okay, this thing making me feel good right now. It's all working out. We got this, we got that, we got that. I'm good. But if it, if you didn't, if you wasn't good, you were just like, okay, I'm out. Nice to know you. Peace. Right. Right. Yeah. And I can tell. Yeah, I, I think that sometimes, like, you know, when we get into these situations, a lot of people like to think that, like, you don't love yourself when you have a relationship with play, to right. relationship. But a lot of people do. Um, like, I I told my ex this when we was together. Like, I told her, I was just like, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm happy when I'm, when I'm with you. But I also found my happiness before you and I got together. So I'm going to continue to have my happiness whether we're together or whether we're not together. So like if 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 I'm if I have to walk away from a situation, no matter how much I love them, no matter how much I care about them, no matter what history we got going on, like I've been I've been the person that held on to situations and it wasn't healthy for me. Almost lost my life over a situation that I didn't I didn't let go after eight years. You know, so now I'm just at this point where I'm just like, yo, if you gotta go, you gotta go. You're not costing me my sanity. I love myself too fucking much to be going back down that path that I didn't came for. I came far up from. <laughs> so I be yeah. like, nah, you gotta go, fam. You gotta go. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Was that all the topics we got? We got cars next. If you could go back in time and reveal a day exactly how it happened which would you choose and why what day would you go back and relive and oh, not anything we live that yeah what day would you go back and relive and not change a thing at all like a day oh we live a day exactly yeah. how it happened mm-hmm 
Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that would be the day. <laughs> I made that decision. I would but you, not. But it's not change nothing though. I would. I, oh, not change. Oh, relive. What day would I go back and relive? Oh, my birthday this year. <laughs> it was lit. Wow, what happened on it your was birthday? So I had sex on the beach, baby. Ooh, until sun, until sunrise. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, definitely, sure. definitely, sunset, sunrise, all of that, and the moon was just beautiful. I would relive it, and I would never change it because it was the most wonderful day. It's gonna be hands down for the rest of my life. All right, got you next, right? No, I think she said you, but okay, okay. Uh, the day that I would go back to relive and not change a thing uh, with would be my first album release party. Um, it was a very monumental moment for me. It was my first album um being put out first ever poetry album being put out um i overcame a lot of obstacles including record having the person that majority of the poems were about producing the album <laughs> so um my my mom was there uh, which is great my mom she's not my biological mom she took me in when i was 18 and raised me so she was there and all of my friends were there um it was just an amazing feeling. People showed up that I didn't think would show up. Um, it was just, it, it just felt good to receive that much love and that much support. And to know that I completed this project when I had everything running against me. And it, just, it was just a great night. And we got super drunk and super lit. It was super fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was super fun. <laughs> and that's, the, that's the day I will go back and relive. Oh man. You making me want to change mine, but I'm not going to change it. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be the last, the day that I would want to relive just one more time because it was so delicious. It was so beautiful. It was the last time that I saw my mother before she transitioned to go to the other side. Mm -hmm. We had a really, really good breakfast. We had some good conversation. Two of my favorite cousins were there. I was leaving. I was flying back to New York. I kind of had that feeling. And I think she did too. And I got on my knees and I laid my hair on her lap. And she rubbed her fingers all through my locks and gave me so much love and energy. Like no words, just mm -hmm. And it felt so good. It felt so safe. It felt so sacred. Felt so real. So, yeah, even though it would still be the last time I saw her if I lived that day again, but it'd be worth going back and just doing it one more time because I probably would whisper something extra into her ear and, <laughs> and sniff her neck. I used to always sniff her neck and behind her ear. She had to smell. It was just, she smelled like honey. She smelled just like honey, just sweet honey and soap mixed and it was just ooh, just oh i just love her that's the day that's the day that i would do again was there another part to the question i was supposed to answer no, that, that no. it. that's it i got it all right cool next question 
Do you consider yourself religious? How important is it that your significant other believes what you do spiritually? Okay, so no, I do not consider myself religious, although many people would be surprised to hear that. Yes, I do believe in the higher power and the most high and the Holy Spirit and the creator and all that. But being a religious person, I'm religious about the way I cook my food. I'm religious about the way I treat other people. And I think that choosing somebody to be a mate for me is very important that we have you know, similar morals and scruples of respect for each other. But I wouldn't care if the person that I'm in love with was Catholic or had never been to church at all, as long as that person had self-love, love for me, and, you know, love for himself so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know if they go to a protestant church beautiful hallelujah you know right. if they go to a more spiritual center as long as that person has respect <laughs> for other human beings and for life itself i'm good i'm I, as long as i feel safe i'm good I'm good. I think the religion sometimes separates us because we think we got to do everything the way, you know, no, you need to pray to the East. No, you need to pray to the West. No, you need to pray in the morning. You need to pray in the evening. You can't wear that. You can't wear lipstick and love Jesus. Yes, you can. Yes, you yes, can. can. So that's my answer. All right, um, I am, I'm not a religious person at all. Um, I, if I had to classify as something, I would be agnostic, meaning that I believe in a higher power. I just don't believe it is my person. Um, do I care about my partner's religious belief? No, honestly, um, I care about, um, like, uh, how, like how Gail said, like their respect. Like I'm really, really big on I won't push my religious or non-religious views on you. So don't, don't push your shit on me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like, you're free to, I, I, you're free to believe whatever you want to believe. Like, you know, contrary to what, what society mm -hmm. thinks, like this is a free religion country, you know, like you're free to believe whatever, what you, what you want to believe, but just don't try to push your shit on me. Don't try to push your shit on me. Cause that's when I have a problem because the thing is that if if you're my significant other, you know I grew up in a church, so I didn't come to this conclusion not knowing the word and the Bible and what Christianity preaches. You know, I didn't I didn't come to this conclusion because one day I just woke up and was just like, oh, I just want to do something different. Like, nah, like I've been I've been in a church my whole entire young young childhood life, all the way till I was a teenager, eighteen. Like, you know, I've been in the church. Hell, even after that, I was in the church. Anywho, I, you know, I just, I've been in the church. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I, I'm not, I know I'm knowledgeable and I'm very educated on 
a lot of things and religion is one that I do not like to particularly too much. I can't, I, I'm gonna say I don't like to have a conversation about, but honestly, like as, as long as you don't push your shit on me, I'm not gonna push my shit on you. We can have conversations if they're constructive conversations and then they don't turn into arguments. Like, i.e., you don't get mad because I'm telling you that God isn't real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Um, so other than that, like, I don't really care what you what you got going on as far as like your religious belief. Just don't try to like, you know what I'm saying, sacrifice me for like the however many versions that's gonna be waiting for you at the pearly gates type shit. Like I'm cool. <laughs> well, I concur with what um both of you said. Um, however, as far as a mate is concerned, um, I would want someone the same way as me. Um, I, I don't care either if, you know, if you're, if you're, um, you study Islam or you're a Catholic or whatever like that, as long as you're not a, a shit person that is, that treats other people like crap. Um, if you, if you treat people well and specifically specifically me as my mate um don't put your hands on me be respectful um um you're loving and you're kind and you're thoughtful and all that uh, if you reciprocate my energy my energy then um uh i don't care um i don't care what you believe i respect it you know i'm a i'm a um a a, a god conscious person i do I do believe in a higher power. I, you know, I was raised in the church as well. But as far as religion, um, like you said, Gail, I'm religiously, uh, I religiously, like a, it's a practice. A religion is a practice. I practice certain things in my life that are going to propel me. Yeah. That's you it. Know, I wake up every morning, I pray. Yeah. I meditate. Mm -hmm. I pray for others. You know, I ask others to pray for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I send positive energy. I'm sending you all positive energy like right now. Mm. Like I'm not going to restrict myself and have to do it like a certain way. I'm a, I might quote a scripture. I love the scripture. Yeah. But I also love other books too. Mm -hmm. I'm not confined to just one way. And the way that I raised... I think I thought I had to be like that like my whole life. I mean, right. I changed my prayers very young. But now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I was like, I ain't saying that. I don't want to die. I changed. Right. Now I lay me down. I, to now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Thy love stay with me through the night and wake me with the morning light. I'm like, I am not saying that. I just mm -hmm. did that today with a scripture from a memory that I posted on Facebook and I looked at it and I put, I am, I don't do this because I already am, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever uh, on Facebook with some scripture. And it's, uh, it's, it's important to look at yourself because we are created divinely. We are divinely created. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we don't understand that, we don't know that, then, you know, we'll fall prey to any, anything that anyone pushes on us. You know, as children, you know, if you're not encouraged to be open-minded or if you're not encouraged to think for yourself, you're just encouraged to follow orders and you're encouraged to do what you're told and that's it. So, um, uh, no, 
I'm not um, a religious person as far as um, spirituality is. Well, yeah, I am as far as spirituality. Um, but um, I don't go to church every Sunday. I used to. I used to sing in a choir. You know, I used to love going to church. I looked forward to Sunday school, you know, when I was younger. And, um, you know, events happened in my life that kind of turned me away from that because like this isn't this is this is doesn't really feel authentic to me so um but as far as uh, um being a religious person with my um like daily habits and stuff like that um <clears throat> and i'm not i'm not saying i don't have vices because i do um uh, i do religiously do certain things that are going to help me to be better as a person, because I gotta look myself in the mirror. I gotta sleep at night. I gotta be okay with who I am. So, um, and then as far as looking for a mate or a, having or accepting a mate, I'll accept a mate's beliefs, even if they're not the same as mine, even though I was taught, you can't be unequally yoked with a person. But yeah, you can. There, you have a whole lot to talk about if, you're, if you have things that are not in common. So what are, you, what are you saying? I don't really get that. But um, that's just what is impressive. That's what's forced upon us. You know, like we're like conditioned to believe that's the way that it should be when it's not, it's, a, it's the way you want it to be. And you know, how you create it to be, <laughs> you know, every day is your own. <laughs> you get to create, you get to set the precedence. When, the, when you open your eyes, thank you. Thank you. I'm a, I'm alive. My eyes are open. I'm breathing. I'm healthy. I'm of sound mind. <laughs> All right. Now I'm gonna take this step. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna try to stay up my, my thoughts and my feelings, you know, and just be, you know. Um, but no, I'm not religious. I'm not religious. I do believe in a higher power for sure, um, because of the nature that's around us, like, you know, even though man can create scenic things with nature, but nature existed before we were here. So I believe that, you know, so I believe in, uh, in that there is a higher power, but um, yeah, I, and, and as far as I made, I mean, I'm fair game. <laughs> As far I don't judge anyone for what they believe or how they grew up or whatever, unless it's gonna like interfere with our love life or anything, you know? Okay, well next question. What type of person does the person you dream about dream about? Type of person that I dream about, what do they dream about? They dream about me. <laughs> They dream about all the ways to love me. They dream about all the ways to make our lives beautiful. They dream about ways to make humanity better. They may, they dream about uh, music. They dream about rhythm. They dream about melody. They dream about harmony. They dream about colors. They dream about art. You know, they dream about everything that's gonna make them smile. That's what they dream about. Um. So. I don't dream about people. I know that sounds like super duper 
superficial, but dead ass, I don't dream about. Um, I mean, people are in my dreams, but it's not like dreams about those people. They're more so about me. Anywho, um, the type of person that the person that I dream about would dream about. And so I'm going to use Young Thug as my inspiration because I love Young Thug so, 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 so much. I, I know I can, I know I can make him happy if he just met me. But um, <laughs> the type of person that I think he would dream about, if he's the person that I think that he is, um, he would dream about the type of person that is free, um, that is openly creative, um, has a courageous heart and mind, and um, has a desire to gain meaningful knowledge. Um, so that's what I would think that um, he would dream about. I mean, of course, all those things are me. So crossing fingers that he dreams about me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I think he would dream about. That's what I think the person that I would dream that I that dream that I dream about would dream about. Hmm. Well, the person that I dream about is dreaming about the last time we were together. <laughs> and how beautiful it was and the smell of things and the scent of things and the whispers that we made to each other. And the person that I dream about is dreaming about the next time we get together. <laughs> and how special it's gonna be and what's gonna be cooked for me and served to me <laughs> as I sit on my bed that is slightly risen you know it's one of them beds and it's got all that you know the canopy over it and everything like that and the fresh breeze is coming through and 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 serving me juice and then we're gonna swim about us having a good time and a good life together and spending a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of special times together yeah <laughs> sounds fabulous for sure. Describe a time when you settled for less than you deserve. What lesson did you learn from it? Child, I have to keep on bringing this up. And like, don't get me wrong, she's a great person. She's she's such a great, she's the most <laughs> human being I've ever met in my entire life. And she just wasn't the one for me. And that was when I settled for less, when I said, okay, to be in a relationship with my ex. And um, what I learned from it was that, um, that even though I'm how much, even though I may want things to work, that when they're not working, it's okay that they didn't work. Like when we broke up, um, I was under this like, scrutinized light because I wasn't sad about it I wasn't mad about it I wasn't depressed about it or anything like that like and this was before I even really realized my feelings for my for the new dude that I got you know it was just like I wasn't sad about the situation so I learned from that that it's okay if it's not working anymore for you like you don't owe anybody shit you owe everything to yourself. 
And if something's not working for you, you get the fuck on. And that's exactly what I did. So yeah. Let's see. I settled for less when I got cast in the show. And it was a very good show. I mean, the, the writing was beautiful. It had so much potential. And I fell in love with the potential of the show, not taking into consideration that I had to travel a very long distance to get to the theater and back home from the theater, which was wearing me down. And then it wasn't organized. And then they hired people of varying degrees of professionality. And then it, become, it began to come undone. And then the producer said to me, I can tell you have some angst here. I can tell you want to leave, but please do me a solid, please stay. And I stayed and I should not have stayed. I should have just said, I got to walk. This is not good for me because it ended up being one of those kinds of shows where I didn't really want to invite anybody to come. Because although, of course, I got out there and gave it my best, everybody else in the cast had a different point of view. And it was a lot of us. So I settled for less. And so now I'm very, very cognizant, very careful about what I say yes to. Yeah, I'm the same. I agree with that last statement you made. Um, um, I, would, I would say the same thing, O.G. Buffy Johnson, the, the last relationship. Um, I settled for less because um, I expected the same. Um, I expected what from that person what I um, was giving. And the more and more I figured out and found out that um, it was just all an illusion. It wasn't nothing really truthful. It was there's there were bits and pieces of truth, but um, mo most of it was just a lie. Um, and I definitely don't deserve for someone to lie to me out the gate when I ask them for the blatant truth. And I'm completely candid or completely transparent from the beginning about who I am. Um, I settled for less for sure there. Um, uh, let me, let me see. Uh-oh. It's a different question. Okay. What um what lesson did I learn from it? Definitely Please. for sure. Uh, take my time to really not believe nothing. No, I don't I already don't. I don't believe what people say. And it's um it's almost hard to believe what people show me. Right. Um, because of this last experience. And um, like I'm not afraid of love or anything like that, but I'm definitely with my time and energy, I'm definitely, it's it's very valuable to me, you know, like I, I it's given to me day by day. And um, I don't I don't wanna be like so close or anything like that, but I just don't wanna encounter any, any other person that's dishonest about their in, intentions with me. You know, right. like just, just tell me what it is. If you just wanna have a sexual relationship, just tell me that truth if you're, um, with with someone else sexually, just tell me the truth. 
if you're like, you know, um, uh, looking for a monogamous relationship, just tell me the truth. Like whatever the case, I just want that to that to be is uh, uh, what sets the precedence. But you know that is uh, that is when I settled. I settled for somebody just telling me any old thing that just wasn't the truth. It just wasn't, and I had to face the music and say. You know, block delete. It kind of sucks because, like, I feel like you know, with I like, I feel like I kind of with my situation, I kind of settled for more, quote unquote. Like, you know, everybody would always tell me because everybody met her, you know, um, and everybody would always tell me like, oh, she's done more for you than anybody in your past relationships have been. But what they were talking about was what she's done for me financially, and financially she was giving me a lot of money she was buying me a lot of things bills were getting paid all of those things were happening but it was to the point where it was just like I shouldn't be able to call my partner and I say hey and I sound down and they don't pick up on it and ask me what's wrong like you know or don't I don't see that something's wrong with me like in my demeanor and my facial expressions like you know you can know what my favorite food is or what my favorite makeup uh department is like, you know, you can know all of that stuff and buy me all those things. But if you don't pick up on, you know, when I'm having a bad mental day or like when I'm in a depressed mood, it's like, am I really winning? Because, you know, like, yeah, you're doing more for me financially than any past relationship. But also it's just like, you're not taking care of my mental either. Like my whole relationship with my ex, I did not write now with my single mom. And she never asked me like, hey, you write anything today? Can I read something? She never asked none of that. I did not write not one single poem. My whole relationship. Whoa, whoa. Yes. Yeah. And feel inspired. <laughs> yeah. Girl, that's Yeah. All right, everybody. It's a wrap, sis. That is week one twenty nine of the hashtag Verse TV Almost Talk Show. <laughs> guys for kicking this you know as always follow the page at verse tv that's t-e-a-v that's on instagram and then of course you can catch a poet your favorite poet's favorite poet at og muffy johnson og underscore muffy johnson and also be on the lookout for the new web series let's be together that star meets hey i can look forward to looking at that watching that and i'm chrissy uh, you can follow me at Love One Chrissy on Instagram or at my government at uh, Christine Shields on Insta on uh, Facebook. Um, local handy woman that serves Cleveland and surrounding Greater Cleveland and surrounding areas, and entrepreneur. Uh, check me out. Peace, everybody. I am Gayo hey. Benjamin, and it's been great being here with you all tonight. I am your customized poetry creator. You can find me at I am Gail Rhodes Benjamin on Instagram. On Facebook and YouTube, Gail Rhodes Benjamin, G-H-A apostrophe I-L. And my website, GailRhodesBenjamin.com. Peace. Peace, everybody. Thank you so much, Gail, for everything. Thank you so much. It was really nice to interview you. It was really, really wonderful to meet you and meet you via Zoom. Thank you.
You are quite well. Follow your Instagram, girl. <laughs> follow me, follow me. I love y'all. This was wonderful. Welcome to Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Gail Rose Benjamin from Brooklyn in the house. Chrissy from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm not waiting no more. OG Muffy Johnson. For you to finish loving yourself and seeing what's left over for you to love me. Week 129. I'm not waiting for you to love somebody else until you figure out how beautiful I am. Yeah. I'm not waiting because I know already that I'm a descendant of Sheba, Nefertari, Cleopatra, Nefertiti, Phyllis, Gwendolyn, Sonia, Jane, Nikki, Maya, and Aunt Shanita. Uh-huh. And queens don't wait. Queens get waited on. And I want a bucket of sunsets and a golden container of sunrise oil in my bath. And sprinkle in both dippers. Would you please? Would you please? I'm not waiting on you no more because I spent my whole life waiting and you only came when it was convenient for you. So I thank you for ushering me into the conveniently wonderful habit of loving myself the way I should have been loving me since the beginning of time, but I was told to wait on you and I did. I loved you the best way I could until I was weary and worn out from waiting. If I am to be fully alive, celebrating my journey, then my living cannot be an empty, neglected afterthought, a burnt-out fuse waiting. I must wait only for the light to change before I cross and for my shadow to accompany me. Because queens don't wait, queens get waited on. And I want a garden of sweet red tomatoes and a house full of Easter lilies to acknowledge this new awareness. And I'm not waiting for tomorrow. I'm a queen right this very moment. Because queens don't wait, they get waited on. Queens don't wait, they get waited on. And I don't want the stone to read. Here lies a female that waited forever. I wanted to read, I wanted to read. Here lies a woman who lived as if her spirit could never, ever, ever, ever die. Cause queens don't wait, queens get waited on. Queens don't wait. Queens move on. Queens don't wait. Queens get waited on. Queens don't wait. Queens.